Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Uh, last week, we were actually talking about this right before we started streaming. Um, you wrote about how the Bucks and Packers are basically broken. Um, you know, the base, if you will. Um, and so they're both down and out, and goodness gracious, down and out, especially after Sunday. The Green Bay Packers falling to the Washington Commanders, 23-21, to and of course the Buccaneers falling to the Carolina Panthers. I think that one was just a little bit more surprising, certainly because of the score, 21-3. to I will tell you, JP, that Mike McCarthy has more wins with the Dallas Cowboys since last season started than Matt LaFleur does with the, uh, the Green Bay Packers, just because I'm obligated to. But your thoughts uh, on how broken they are, who's more broken, uh, how high the levels of panic should be uh, in each particular bank. Oh, man. Um, I think I wrote last week, of course, about should the Packers and Bucks be worried about where they are? I think at first the Bucks. my thought with the Bucks was, okay, there are some problems here, but this will probably be fixed when everybody gets healthy, right? This will all be fine when everybody gets back to full strength. They were at full strength yesterday and they only put up three points on a Panthers team that's actively trying to lose so I think there's a really like hot high level of panic right now for this team I think the offense just looks all out of sorts just mistakes from Chris Godwin mistakes from the offensive line that was supposed to be one of the strengths of this team even though Ali Marpet was lost to retirement Ryan Jensen's out for the season you drafted guys like Robert Hainsey last year to be the eventual successor to Ryan Jensen you drafted Luke Gottecki in the second round this year to be the left guard. You go and trade for Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason and Tristan Wirfs have solidified the right side of the offensive line. That's fine. But if you have three bad, bad spots on the offensive line, especially with Tom Brady at this age right now, at 45, where he's not he was never going to make people miss in the pocket, but especially now, like he is old man, old man. So he's not going to be able to make anybody miss if there's a free rusher coming in. But it's just been really, really weird seeing this offense kind of operate because I think they want to try and continue to run the ball and run the ball effectively out of heavier personnel, but they just can't do that. I think they're near the bottom of the league in rushing EPA in 12 personnel, 13 personnel, and they used to be one of the best teams in the league at it. And I think a more underrated part of this Bucks season in terms of who they've missed is they've missed Gronk a lot. Mm-hmm. Gronk was essentially an extra offensive lineman in the run game, and he was also a safety blanket in the middle of the field when everything started to break down. When Godwin was hurt last year, uh, Brady threw the ball to Gronk a lot. He doesn't have that now. He's throwing to a co-keefed, whatever a co-keefed is. But it's just looked really bad for the Bucks, especially because it looks like they're trying so hard to continue this identity of they're going to run at you. They're going to 
force the issue. They're going to create these problems for you going forward. All the runs are attacking you vertically, and then Brady will throw the inbreakers. Brady will throw the ball deep down the field, but he just can't do that now because there's a lot of pressure because the offensive line hasn't played well. They can't run the ball, so they're giving a tell every time they're in 12 personnel and under center, and Brady hasn't played that great this year. Like This, this week was the first time where I'm like, wow, Tom Brady does not look good. <laughs> like this is this is a really weird spot, especially for me, because like my entire life, Tom Brady's been good. My right. my entire existence of being a football fan, Tom Brady has always been good. This is really weird seeing him not be good. Yeah, this game had bad vibes all over it. I think from the beginning with that pass to Mike Evans, that should have I think it was like ten yards of separation. It should have went for a long touchdown. It just unbelievably drops it and it was downhill from there. Brady actually had 290 yards in this game, which was weird. He did throw it 49 times. And so it really was came down to a lot of third downs. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.